actually happened, which doesn't happen all that often. So it's it's a collective sigh of relief and ultimately completely completely filled with joy, happiness, and <clears throat> very proud as well. We might be now recording. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm hey. sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know how to do this it thing. I think we're recording now, so uh, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. So I think we're now uh, 30 seconds. Well, um, I don't remember what I just redo. said. <laughs> Start over. Let's do this again. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> the red light is now on. We've been talking for like five minutes. I had one job. It's a ro- we call it a rolling start. Rolling start. I'm pretty sure we're recording. I hope we're recording now. It looks like it, right? It, looks, it looks like it. We have a red light now. We have, so. a timer. Oh, we have a timer even better. You have a timer and a red light. Please stay on. This is my first time. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. You're probably noticing that. Uh, I hope. That we sound a lot better, and we actually have microphones. That's, yeah, we're high that's tech a over big here now. Step up! I think we've done three episodes with the old uh, AirPods and phone situation, which I don't. We've we've significantly stepped up our game, but I, I we might have. I'm not sure. I'm too uh, clearly up to date on the tech, so we'll, well, it's a work in progress. But we are out in Las Vegas at the West Coast Classic. It's the day after competition has ended. Blue City Athletics. With Taylor Stride, Stephen Wallace, Mara Bashelli slash Sanders, <laughs> and Chris Harbison, coached by Matt Detman, and we are here just talking about our initial reactions. We aren't going to go through event by event necessarily, as we'll do that in more detail uh, hopefully here in the next week or so. But uh, we are going to ask the question again, Taylor. How are we feeling? We'll go around the horn, Taylor, Matt, then Mara, and we'll get Steve. Initial reactions on. A big weekend, and Taylor, why don't you start out again by telling the results? <laughs> uh, so we came out to West Coast Classic, uh, competed as a team of four, and ended up with our ticket to the CrossFit Games, finishing in fifth place. Um, kind of as, as I was saying, you know, the we've been had this goal since the beginning of the year. Um, Steve and I decided we were going to try to go team and see what would happen, and we thought we had a pretty good shot at making it to the CrossFit Games, but you always kind of sit in that bubble of you don't know what the other teams are doing. It was a new year. There was no super team, so it was just um, affiliate cup, and you don't really know what everyone else has to put out there. We knew that we had put a ton of work in, and we felt that we had you know, done the best to prepare that we could. We ran to every finish of every you know, practice event. We cleaned up all of our details. We focused on the little things, and we really felt that we had done everything we could, but we weren't sure you know, where that would end us up at the end of the weekend. So... I think over the weekend, you know, we started off and we realized, like, we can do this. Um, and we just kept rolling and kept building. And thankfully, at the end of the weekend, we ended up with the coveted games ticket. Five teams get games tickets, Matt. Blue City was in fifth going into the final workout and remained in fifth. Uh, for those who were watching but maybe didn't, you know, I, I know that we're not going to break it down into full detail, but can you give us the how the heck this happened we let you know there was time marquez was saying on the youtube stream and this is what a lot of people were thinking like oh we missed out by half a second then it flipped the other way give us the quick rundown on uh the teams and how that shook out mathematically i have no idea 
You and, <laughs> good, good. You yeah, and I great were, answer. You and I were doing some quick math on the side, so yeah, um, you know, without getting into too much detail, because we'll get, we'll break, really break it down and give you all the emotions and and everything that happened that day. But like I said, we came in uh, fifth. Well, I guess we were in third going into the sixth event. Uh, we did what we we did there, and we ended up in fifth place. And then we had a good event going into seven, which we needed to do well on. But, you know, as you, Teddy, and I were uh, sitting on the sideline watching teams kind of finish, a couple teams finished uh, before Blue City in, in I, I don't know, maybe like three or four teams had crossed, and we kind of started thinking, oh, doing some mental math, you know, in our head. And we thought, oh, my gosh, we're going to end up a couple of points in that sixth sixth yeah. place spot. And I, apparently on YouTube, Tommy Marquez thought the same. Yeah. So just a, a whirlwind of emotions. Um, and do you think you look at the crowd and look at, look at some of our supporters that would, you know, visibly show that. But uh, we ended up uh, doing all that we needed to do and actually we had a couple points to spare. So. Yeah, that was interesting too. There was actually, you know, it wasn't by the necessarily the hair of the chin sort of like it was over 10 points i think it was like 18 maybe or maybe less than that but it was what i guess happened was okay. i would yeah, just so, like to say yeah. so we finished and i saw team man-made behind us like way behind and they were like maybe like eighth or ninth in the heat and i was like i think steve turned and looked at me he's like what do you think and i was like i think we did it but i was like i don't know i was like don't like but i think we did it because i was like looking and then all of a sudden i looked up at the board and man-made was not even in the top 10. And I remember going into the last event, Matt was like, fourth, fifth, and sixth are really, really close. But he's like, third is not untouchable. He's like, third is touchable. Um, and so I was looking that they weren't in the top 10, and I was like, I still think we did it. Um, but you, you never know. And, of course, you guys came over, and you were like, no. you're like, Matt's like, you know, I just don't think there's enough points. And, you know, but you guys did great. And, yes. yeah. <laughs> we hit them with the I love you. Yeah, they were there. <laughs> They were giving us the Oreo cookie sandwich, you know. You guys did great, but they won't think it was enough, but we still love you. Um, I'm just but, trying to keep everybody in check. Yeah. <laughs> I looked away when he told us that, and I was like, I'm not listening. So that's interesting. So you were on it. You were. I, I thought we had done enough, but I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to jinx it. But I was like, I think, because he told me that third place was touchable, and I was like, they definitely were down far enough that I was like, I think we might have touched them. They weren't um, even on the, they were not even on the, the top ten. They were not even on the top ten of the yeah. heat leaderboard. Yeah, and which, so that's which why Teddy I, and I clearly didn't see. Yeah, that's why but, I thought uh, we had yeah. a chance, but um, and it ended up like Teddy said, we ended up being like 18 points ahead of them, so there was a big enough gap um, between us and them. So pretty cool, but uh, like I, I was, and I like we're standing there like holding on to each other, you know, before they call our names, and every emotion is rushing through your body. Like I don't think I've ever screamed that loud in my life when they called yeah. us. Um, but I, I kept saying, I was like, I think we did it. I think we did it like to myself. But you obviously don't want to hype everyone else up too much because you don't want to be the bearer of bad news either. Mara, what was that hug like? It was the best hug of my Many life. Hugs. It was yeah. the best hug. You talk about a hug full of emotions and uh, just kind of like this surreal, unreal feeling. It was, it was one of a kind. I'm still processing it. Not really sure what's about to happen in the next three to four weeks of my life. <laughs> A lot excited, of training. <laughs> but really excited to start training. Steve, we haven't heard from you yet, but what were your initial reactions from just the weekend as a whole? You can kind of, where, 
wherever you want to jump in. I guess I'll start with the finish line at the last event. Like Mara said, every emotion, like Taylor said too, every emotion is running through you. You know, happiness, anxiety, joy, relief. You know, you don't know what they're going to say, but you know you've put in all the work and you know, when they, they finally announce that and like, you know, they, they obviously, they do a good job of dramatizing it too. Yeah. They wait to the very last second and they say your name, but you know, at the finish line, like I knew the effort we put in, it felt like it was enough looking at the lanes to the next of us, you know, I was like, okay, well there's man-made, like we finished where we finished. Like I, I had no idea about the Ohio brew, not the, um, the team in the, the prior heat that oh, beat yeah. us by half a second. Yeah. Um, once I heard that, that made me a little nervous, but in, in my heart, I, I had a good feeling and, but still you don't know. And then, you know, you guys are making me a little scared when you said, <laughs> I don't know if that's enough. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to be quiet. And <laughs> we got in our little group hug. And once I started seeing the cameras kind of get closer to us, like, okay, this has got to be good. This has got to be good. They're looking at us. <laughs> and then they finally announced us. And then, you know, all the feelings of. Um, relief and joy and happiness and finally seeing your dreams realized and you know you think about this shit like when you start competing in this sport like anyone who competes in a sport you're lying if you said you didn't think about going to the CrossFit Games one day yeah. like you're you're lying <laughs> so to finally have that and um, know that you're lucky enough to be a part of a small group of people that can actually achieve that uh, it's incredible and uh, I think back to December when Taylor texted me is like hey do you want to do team I'm like yeah this could be a really good idea <laughs> and uh, we should do this yeah. and uh, just knowing that all that hard work pays off uh, it's incredible they say for regionals and now semifinals that it's obviously exciting to see who gets first second third but really the drama, especially from the broadcast and media place and even the fans watching, what it comes down to is the fifth and final spot, whether it's for the individuals, females, males, or teams. Taylor and Matt, you guys have significant experience with flirting on that kind of cut line before and have been on both sides of it now. What uh, what was it like? I mean, we've kind of, obviously it's a whirlwind of emotions, but kind of getting, you know, leading a team through the other side of that, you know, being from, you know, there was, I guess, for those who don't know, tell us the quick, that story. Uh, So from my standpoint, like I've competed at the top of the sport for a while and I've always kind of been the bridesmaid. Um, Regionals in 2018, I got seventh place, which I was thrilled with at the time, but, you know, going into the next year, I was like, oh, I can be top five for sure. And they retooled the whole season and didn't really know what to expect and being a full-time employee you're kind of like I don't know how I'm going to travel to all these semi or sanctionals at the time and get it done and you know thankfully in 2019 I was at Wadapalooza and ended up getting like the backfill invite from that event to the CrossFit Games but I didn't actually get to like experience um this moment you know I didn't actually get to do that because I I competed in January and didn't actually get my invite till June so you don't have this moment where everyone is super excited for you um and then last year, competing with Mayhem, you know, we got our ticket to the CrossFit Games, but again, we were kind of a shoe in from that standpoint. Um, and this moment was probably one of the highlights of my career, just being with these people that we've actually been with, you know, for the past, 
I mean, I've been with Steve for like four or five years now of training and Mara has been training with me for the past two years and really with quarantine, like she was one of my quarantine buddies. We had a group of like four girls that we were just, that's what we did. There's nothing else to do. Um, and so training day in and day out with these people for so long and um, standing on the finish mat with them and being actually able to hear our name getting called to the CrossFit Games was just like an awesome moment. Like I said, probably my favorite moment in CrossFit Games competing and everything because just all the hard work and effort and tears and everything was like finally like this this was worth it 100 percent worth mm-hmm. it so yeah they kind of just as like in a quick and out aside or whatever but it's like it's different I, I think back to like the Ricky Garrard Vellner like he, Vellner didn't get his bronze medal and he like got it in the mail or whatever he's like I didn't get the chance to stand on the podium with my friends and family with you know mm-hmm. everybody that did it so that's kind of it makes sense when you say like getting the the moment uh, and that's you know that's it's, that's what sports are all about matt this weekend you know did it go according to plan and there were definitely we we i think we talked about the rock run before we were started recording so things went some things went super to plan some things went not to plan what how what was your takeaway from the the weekend i know that at any competitions you know there's going to be it's never going to go exactly how you script it, but what did you think of the the team, how it went, the unexpected good things, bad things, and navigating that as a coach as well? No, it's never going to go to to exactly you know, how you write it down on paper. Um, Which Matt wrote a lot of things down on paper. <laughs> it's a lot. It was a book. <laughs> Literally a notebook. But, um, you know, you can't plan for it, but... They did everything that it's already been said. They did everything they needed to do. Um, you know, Steve kind of kind of went through that. Everything kind of went through to the plan. But I mean, it's like, you know, I wrote wrote notes in there of more. So, if things go bad, how do we recover? Um, and then each event, it doesn't matter what happened before. It doesn't matter what's going to happen next. It's this event, and what do we have to do with this event to get us to the the placement where we need to be to keep collecting, you know, um, I think you said it in your interview, interview collecting points, mm-hmm. one, or one of you said it when you had an interview, but it's like, that's all it was. It was a point collection each time. And not, the event's not going to go to plan. I don't think any one of the events went no. the way that we thought they would be or the way that we tested, but it didn't matter because we adjusted appropriately and we managed the point total coming in higher or lower and here we are talking about how they have a ticket to the crossfit games yes mara this next one's for you and it's um steven taylor matt have have you know have a range of experience of like kind of being in these live competitions and that being the that side of the sport this was your first time doing it in person like, you know, you've competed in the Open competitively, yeah. did quarterfinals and all that stuff. How was it being, you know, shoulder to shoulder in the lanes, behind the scenes? What were your what were your thoughts on that and getting that experience? And to, uh, given that you did so did so well and got your game spot. Um, it's honestly overwhelming. Um, the events while you are there went super, super fast. Um, so you, I honestly, after the first event, you didn't really have time to think about what you were feeling. You were just like, okay, we had talked about our game plans for each workout. So it's just like, all right. That event's done, game plan for the next one. And it was when we were going out for the clean and jerk event. Matt was like, this is time to have fun. Like, soak Mm -hmm. it in. And I think that was the first time I, like, looked into the crowd and I was like, 
okay <laughs> here we are and it was it was just really surreal and just honestly a lot of fun i i loved it yeah. it was so fun the last day yeah that first event of the day didn't go ideally but it was fun it was honestly fun like yes it sucked having chalk in my face on the bike and all of that but i was just like you know this is it this is the day enjoy it and then um standing up there at the end with all of the individuals was just like all right well we're going to the games yes. it was crazy talk about the the nerves or the butterflies um i mean everybody has them the night before but was it was it one of those situations where you had a bunch of butterflies and three two one go happened and then it's like kind of just mind goes blank and you just do the work or how was that uh how was managing those nerves yeah so um nerve management was while well, sleeping i read which i never do before bed leading up to this so that actually really helped me with like sleeping and stuff at night um but like before the event i was super nervous we were starting with thrusters and rope climbs and i hate rope climbs so it was just i was so focused on just getting through my portion just handing that baton off to chris let him go um so yeah i was really happy once i was on the floor and doing my thing it was not thinking about that yeah, at all yeah. it was just get through get through get through that's what it seems like for most i mean i can't imagine being a golfer that would suck like just be standing over the ball ball like in other sports where it's like fast moving sort of like a hockey yeah. or a crossfit it's like nerves 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 and then three two one go steven you have experience at the regionals level. You've been a competitor for a long time. You qualified for the MAC as an individual, which was then canceled. Talk about how it felt to get back onto the competition floor. It had been a been maybe you know you you had competed a lot, but really at, at the the top of the sport and the bright lights and what that meant to you. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's awesome, and you know. I'm not the only one that says this, but, you know, COVID kind of took a pause, made, made everyone take a pause in competing. And, uh, you know, there's a little bit of, a, you know, shaking the cobwebs off, per se, a little bit. Um, but this year was a little different just because in the past, like, you know, it, it's been individual. We've done team comps before, but, you know, since then I've, I started a business, I opened a gym, and now I'm representing, like, my gym and my community and uh, there's a lot more weight to carry. And uh, it adds to stress, but also like it, it adds to the excitement too. And uh, it makes it way more fun just because of the work we've been putting in together. And um, just knowing that, you know, we earned this and when we finally achieve what we achieve, like it was cool to do it with a group of friends that I really enjoy being around. And uh, the nerves never go away. Still at that, no. that start line, like I, I, you know, first comp and this is, I don't even know, how many comps I've done, but those nerves and those butterflies stay the same. But three, two, one, go, mine goes blank, and you just do your job. And, uh, you know, it was awesome. He can carry that weight, proven by the massive cleaning jerk that we'll talk about <laughs> at the upcoming event. Oh, yes. We'll talk, we'll talk about it in the full event by event recap. Taylor is going back to the games. Um, what do you think like your experience is like, you know, I guess maybe my question is more so like the, the con, you know, you're still competing at the games and it's, a, but it's a bit, it's not, I don't want to say it's like house, house money or whatever, but you know, you get there and it's, it's now you're competing just for the best spot at that. There's, there's not like the cuts in that sort of situation. So does the, 
it probably doesn't change. But, you know, are you looking forward to kind of just getting to showcase that? It's it's not that the, there's going to be obviously like more pressure because it's the games, but there isn't the like, if our season ends, if we don't do that, how does that differ, you know, from a semifinals to a game situation? I'm just, no, uh, just interested in that. Uh, I think for us, I mean, we're all very competitive people and obviously like our goal is to make the games, but our goal was not just to make the games. Um, I don't necessarily think we'll be able to touch mayhem freedom, but mm-hmm. from beyond that point, like I think this weekend prove to us that we can compete with every single team at the West coast classic. And really, I think that, you know, from a standpoint of there was the West coast was stacked this year. There was a ton. I mean, the top 20, um, there's like 10 teams from the top 20 from quarterfinals at the West Coast Classic. So there's a lot of really good teams here. And the whole weekend, we, I mean, we had one off event. And besides that, like we were right there. So I think from our standpoint, like we're going to go there and we want to compete. We don't want to just, you know, be in the last heat. Like we want to be up there. We want to show everyone what we can do. And um, I think, you know, honestly, this weekend, we proved to a lot of people like you don't have to be the fittest, fastest, strongest, um, you know, team out there, but you do have to be a team. And I think the whole weekend we competed as a team and that really showed um, we relied on each other's strengths. We relied on each other's weaknesses and we just kept pushing and showing everyone that it's, you know, a group effort. It's not a it's not one individual effort like, you know, like from my standpoint, Steve's, you know, competed a lot as an individual. And when we when he hit that massive clean and jerk, you know, he took his like two seconds to celebrate. And the next thing he's doing is helping Chris like load his bar for his weight. You know, it, it's you get your moment, but then you're like, OK, this is a team and you've got to get back to that team mindset. And, um, you know, there was no showboating. There was no gloating. Uh, there was no being mad at someone for not doing exactly what they're supposed to do. You know, we just kept pushing through, kept our head down. And um, I think if we can do that, at the games will have a good showing as well. I love it. So we're not just there's there's always the uh, and it's not a bad thing. It just depends on where you're at in your career or as a team level. It's like we were happy to make the games and the rest is kind of bonus. That sort of thing. And that's not what I'm hearing. And what I'm hearing is I we, mean, we were thrilled to make the games. Yes. Um, that was, you know, goal number one. But I don't think we're going to be happy with just going and being there. That's not who we are. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Matt, I know that we said we wouldn't do a event by event recap and that's not what i'm about to set you up for <laughs> but, but 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 i want to talk about the second and third rounds of the 30 squats 30 oh. burpees <laughs> <laughs> and what happened hair. <laughs> what happened anxiety just came rushing back. <laughs> so take us back to when the team moves, the team is doing, what was first? Was it squats, squats and burpees? Squats and burpees. So as the team is starting their second round of squats, what was the situation? And to, let's talk through that. And a- anybody from the team can chime in because it was a very different vantage point from us on the sidelines. But that, we've got about maybe 10 or so minutes left here. Yep. And I wanted, that's, that's what will tease the, the event by event upcoming episode with this. Let's talk about that. Well, first, I want to say that I th- we talked about this already, um, you know, because obviously we've been recapping this whole weekend almost every hour. Um, <laughs> but it was, I think that set the tone for the entire weekend 
because it could have come unraveled at that point, and we, that could have led to a horrend, horrific weekend and not talking very positively right now about what, where, what our prospects of how we'll do at the CrossFit Games. So you said it, three rounds. The first round was great. It was fantastic. We went through the squats, went through uh, the burpees, moved, the, bar, moved, sorry, moved the, the, the worm down to the second section, and I believe may, we'll have to look again. I kind of put it out of mind, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, they, they got out of sync on, on some squats, started getting some no reps. Uh, it got into the burpees, and they were getting no reps. And, you know, that, that workload just accumulates. This is the second round? Yeah, the second, the second round. Um, it appeared that the wheels could be they – were, they were shaking. They, weren't, they, they could have fallen off. But let's uh, continue with that analogy and say that they tightened those lug nuts back up and worked beautifully on the second half of that second round. And that, that moved into the third round, which they passed at, at least four teams that were ahead of them. I want to paint the picture like for those who didn't maybe watch the event. There were... I mean, it's a, it's a heat of 10 teams going. They're all moving the worm forward after each of these rounds. And I think almost every single team was, a, was ahead of you, was in the round of three when they were just finishing the round of two. So this, there's not much time left necessarily, in the, not a lot of work mm-hmm. left. And you guys are sitting in per, either ninth or tenth for the heat, maybe 12th or so for the overall yeah, with the possibly, first heat. Yeah. They're a good 16th so yeah. six, six, so yeah. six to seven. I think it was like, yeah, we it were like ninth. Crazy. I think it was not good. That was crazy. So Steve, talk us through just maybe what you 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 get ready for that that last round of squats. What's what's maybe not what's going through the head because we talked about it being blank, but it was just go time and business and went to work. And I mean, I mean yeah. what what happened was when you guys crossed the finish line, both on the broadcast and like you could feel it on the sideline and with the fans, it was like, did somebody miscount? Like what is, how did, how did they just pass? How did they just pass all these teams? So Steve, tell us about what, what did those uh, last 30 squats and burpees uh, feel like from your point of view? Um, yeah, the fatigue really sets in on that last round, and uh, you know every feeling of fear and anxiety comes when you start seeing people like ahead of you, of course, and you're like, okay, this is not how we want our weekend to start. Um, but I kind of keep thinking back to a little YouTube clip that Matt sent earlier, and he's like, everybody, keep your composure. That scene from old school where Will Ferrell's in the locker room and. He's just like everybody, keep your composure. We gotta <laughs> keep our composure, and like, and that's exactly what I thought. And <laughs> but no, but seriously, as as a team, you know, we had those no reps, and we did not argue, we did not bicker, we just kept pushing forward, and we adjusted, and we did what we needed to do to complete the work, and we did it efficiently, and. I, I think back to like crossing the finish line. I'm like, what the hell just happened? How did we pass all these people? Like, and I think people in the stands and fans at home are kind of thinking the same thing because we were not supposed to do that well. <laughs> so not only did they not bicker or argue, they didn't quit working. They continued the work. There was not even a pause. I don't even know if there was a pause to look at each other. <laughs> they just kept working because they looked like they were they were working as a team, as a well-oiled unit, like we talk about when we do, you know, our kind of like pre-chat before a workout goes off, and it worked. It 
it, it made me proud as a coach, um, as a fan watching it. It was unbelievable to see. Um, and I think, like I said, when I first started this, you, when you asked me the question, it set the tone for the weekend for, number one, their placing, but better yet, what if something goes haywire, can we, are we able to rope it back in in the moment and continue? That was what you kind of led into exactly what I was going to ask Taylor next was, was that event finished? It was a fourth place, is that mm-hmm. correct? So it was yep. a fourth place. It went from about a ninth place to a fourth place real quick. And I was going to ask, Matt sort of answered the question already, but maybe you can talk about it a little more. But like, how did that set the tone or give momentum for the rest of the weekend? Um, and sort of, you know, like, okay, we've kind of gone through a quick little trial. Because was, was it, am I getting my events mixed up or what was next? Was it the Rock Run would come mm-hmm. after yeah, that? Yeah, so, the Rock Run was next. So talk about what that did for the team as a momentum and building into the weekend. Um, I think from a standpoint, like, it showed us that all of our training was like head paid off at that moment. I was like, I was super proud of us. I was proud we kept it together and we just kept our head down. Um, we didn't worry about where everyone else was. And like Matt said, we just kept working. Um, we got a no rep and we didn't argue with the judge. We just went back down on the ground for another burpee. Um, and we just kept moving and I was like, I know we'll get to 30 at some point. So just keep going. Um, but it honestly, it gave me a little bit of relief. Um, because I, I did not think we would get second on the ruck run. And so I was really nervous having that event kind of looming over our heads. Um, but knowing that we were sitting in third heading into day two, I was like, okay. I was like, if even, I was like, we just need a top 10 finish and we'll be fine. Um, because we already have points built up. I was like, Matt's whole thing was we just needed to play sixth throughout the weekend and we had a fourth and a fifth. So I knew we already had a little bit of a cushion. Um, so I was like, we just need to place a top 10 and we'll be fine. Like this event won't hurt us if we get top 10. Granted, we turned it around and got a second, and so that was awesome. But it definitely took some stress off of, off of me at least, because I was like, we don't have to kill ourselves. Um, although we did, but we don't have to kill ourselves, and we'll still be fine. So that was that was nice to have that for sure. Amazing. Well, we're hitting thirty minutes here. Hold on. Yes. So, yeah. um, Steve kind of brought this up earlier, and like talking about how you know now um, we have a gym behind us that is. Um, like we're not just doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for our gym. Like we've had an awesome group of people this past weekend that have supported us a ton and have been really, I mean, just the love that we've felt is like <laughs> brings tears to your eyes every time you think about it. Cause it's really, really cool. But it's not just about this weekend. It's about like, um, every Friday and Saturday we do like, we have like a kind of like a competitor's class, but it's not really even that it's just people that want to come and work out and, um, do a little bit of extra fitness and, those people we've started that last year before HOA and it's just kind of continued to grow and blossom. And it's been a really cool thing. Um, and every, I don't even think people realize that. And granted, yes, like Steve and Mara and Chris and, uh, you know, all the top athletes really push us, but then you also like get there and you have people like attempting a tall box jump for the first time, or you tell someone to put heavier weight on the bar and they surprise themselves. And like those kind of things keep like us going as well. And so it's been a really cool experience to kind of grow, with this whole group of people and start to see like the gym community evolve and become like something that's really special and unique. And then, um, to kind of have that this weekend and continue to build upon that and have everyone be right here with us and want us to succeed. And I think also like they're a part of this and they've put, you know, a lot of effort into this as well. Like they've shown up to every, you know, quarterfinal open workout are huge. And then we have every quarterfinal workout. We have people taking off work on, Friday mornings to come out and, you know, out to Uncharted and 
um, judge us and make sure our videos are set up correctly. And like, you know, you're holding the tape measure up to show 15 feet, Teddy. And like, it's, it's a whole community and team effort to get us here. And, you know, the, the past like six weeks, really, we've kind of taken over like Friday and Saturday nights. We're like, hey, we're going to take over half the gym and um, do this team workout with the worm. And nobody has once complained or bitched about it. And they have been you know, they turn around and they cheer for us every time. And that just like constant support and like driving from our gym has been so unique and special. And, you know, it's a team effort and it's not just the, you know, five or six of us sitting here around the table, but it's really a whole gym effort. And it's been like an awesome, awesome ride. So, oh, so well said. And I'll, I'll be your rope measure guy anytime. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> that, and I think it speaks to, and maybe we'll go, do you want to go for till 40? It's, I mean, we can, whenever is fine. Let's go. Let's talk. Mara, I want to hear from you. Yeah, I just want to go off of what Taylor, yeah. Taylor was saying. Um, it's really unique. The gym, some people don't know, but I moved to St. Louis about two years ago. I walked into that gym and knew pretty much immediately that it was a special place, but I had no idea what this place would become, and it truly is a family. Um they've had my back from day one and it's really really special to be here on this team and then the outpouring of love just is absolutely unreal getting on my phone after the day was over was just like the craziest feeling um and it gave me so much energy like i'm an introvert naturally but this energy from others like pushed me and usually i would want to like be alone and i was like no i want all of this like it was so cool to see the outpouring of love and is unreal and they're so special gym owner man talk about uh talk about uh, i'm just gonna put the mic in your face what do you think about all this <laughs> oh man um yeah it's uh it's incredible because you know I, i'm getting texts like like mara said after that last event i go back to my phone and i've got like over 50 messages and like 50 messages on Instagram. Like, it took me like a full 24 hours to even get through it because I want to make sure I didn't like skip over anybody, make sure everyone felt that I, I saw it and I appreciate it. Uh, the, the love is incredible, um, especially since like, you know, I started this gym and I, I knew a lot of the members since like 2015 and they've seen me grow as an athlete and as a coach and as a business owner since like the day I started and seeing them so emotionally invested in my success as they wanted it as bad as I do, you know, and that's when, you know, you got your family, you know, when they want your success for you as bad as you do. I mean, no one wants it more than you do, obviously, but just to to see those messages of love and support, uh, it made me feel really good about what I'm doing. And, um, I wouldn't trade for anything. The season's not over, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and it's exciting. Super exciting. Um, I, like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> like Matt and I on the sidelines was just ridiculous, especially on Sunday. Lots of emotions for sure. Uh, just seeing you guys, and like, it was, it was definitely a special weekend. Um, and we're gonna get to do it again here at the end of the summer. But there's. Not a lot of time between, but we got several weeks to train. Um, the competitor, the Friday, Saturday, will continue. Yeah, for sure. I have a feeling it might get even more popular. 
which is great. And so Matt, I'll this this will be the last one for you, and then we'll we'll hit hit the done on this one. But we're gonna do a breakdown of event by event. We're gonna have all the athletes with us. We're gonna need to buy two more microphones, I think, which is good. <laughs> no problem. And so will you guys all you guys will all come back to give us a little breakdown of the event by event and maybe keep documenting this this crazy journey of the twenty twenty one season. Yeah, that'll be fun. I think people will love to hear uh, event by event, like just the highs and lows and what we went through because they got to see it, but they don't get to see the behind the scenes and what the heck was going on. Just yes. Like, uh, uh, I think I think we deserve, we deserve, or they deserve that. We we almost are obligated to give them some, some info on that. That'll be really interesting to go through. So Steven and I did that for quarterfinals, team quarterfinals. We did a little episode on it, and it's going to be like a lot, like... It's it's, gonna, it's a long yeah. one. Yeah. I think we honestly might even do a two-parter, yeah. like an hour for the first three. And think, yeah, and I want to. It was just with Steve last time, but I want to make sure we get everybody um, who wants to on the team. So we'll have everybody back. We'll see if we can uh, get old Chris <laughs> here as well. Maybe we'll do it on a Wednesday after or something. But we will. We will be back here shortly with an event by event recap. Thank you, everybody, for we love you. tuning in. Yes. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Teddy. Thank you, Teddy. Yes, and thank you, Media Man Teddy. <laughs> yeah, all right. We will talk to you guys next time for an event by event breakdown. Thanks for listening, everyone.